Yes, we have no bananas. And that's the case. On streaming platforms, for instance, where a lot of people hear music for the first time and then hopefully go on to buy the album, that's the case for this particular crate load of bananas. It's Deep Purple's album. And it's been overlooked. I'll give it a hug right now. Yes, Deep Purple have never really gone away. Yes, they've always been a classic rock fan's delight. But right now, particularly after um, the last album, Wush, and the one before, they've been not rehabilitated, but people are saying, well, they sound better than ever. And those two albums do sound fantastic, but I still go back to albums like um, Abandon and, uh, you know, Rapture of the Deep's a great album. And, you know, the album that comes in between those two in 2003 is Bananas. But, you know, it seems to have gone missing. People don't mention it. It's not on streaming services. And I think people are missing a trick. Okay, you may say, well, there's no massive, monumental, great purple track here. But there is. More on that for a minute, in a minute. But there isn't a huge, bone-shaking, classic rock purple track here. Not one of those huge ones. But it has more in line with Wash, really. In that it's a band who are enjoying themselves, having fun, and that kind of music is quite sinuous, and they're experimenting with um, different kind of sounds. And this was produced, as was the next album, Rapture of the Deep, by Michael Bradford, who gives a kind of more light on its feet feel a bit like um, Come Taste the Band but these are two very different albums of course but it, it, adds, it, ha- it has a more sinuous feel there's not a massive bottom line here and I think that's done on purpose it adds a, a, a real kind of fun a frolicsome feel to this it's an album I play regularly and I really like and let me tell you why when you start an album with a cowbell and an Ian Gillan scream and then when he he proceeds during this song to hit that higher register and really scream his lungs out you're on to something special and the first track here House of Pain just rips through Airy it's, it's Don Airy's first album with the band and he's there It's there all the way through, bubbling through, and then later on, and this is a feature of Purple, and certainly of this album, they really ramp this up here. They really, Steve Morse on the guitar, and Airy on his Hammond, really joust together. And they also throw in in a harmonica, a gob iron, wailing along later on. What more could you want here? This shows a band who are saying, Actually, you know, we can still do all this when the music takes us, and it does here. But what else have you got? You've got some very easy to like 
uh, purple tracks. That's not to say they're sleepwalking through them. There is a real charm to them. Stuff like Razzle Dazzle. It has a really easy, catchy chorus, a honky-tonk piano in there too. You know, you've, you've also got things like Doing It Tonight, which has a kind of um, a double entendre basis to it. And I've often been a critic of Gillen's lyrics, but there's nothing that stands out as being awful here. But right in the middle of it, they had a kind of um, gang chat, gang shout, funky section, which just keeps you listening and keeps you interested there. And that's the same for two tracks in the middle of this album, Walk On and Picture of Innocence. They are a gentle sway. You you know, you, you can think, oh, this is something that's quite nice and it's just going to pass by, but a purple song never does. And, you know, for instance, in Picture of Innocence, you have a very nice, sweet chorus. But then Steve Morse punches you in the gut with a really short guitar solo. And then Airy says, I, I tell you what, I'll culture it up a bit. And gives us something beautifully sinuous on the Hammond organ. But there's other stuff here as well. There's a sweetness, a beautiful, gentle vocal performance from Ian Gillen something we don't often hear from him and it's lovely to see so emotional this is never a word it has a a Celtic tinged sweetness about it it's calm it's lovely it's not just a sorbet this is a beautiful piece of work that often you wouldn't hear at Deep Purple doing and there's more the title track has all that kind of almost nonsense that we like Deep Deep Purple for. Chirping about um, being in the palace, taking tea with Alice. There is a sort of almost, it's, it, well, it, it, it bursts in for a start um, with uh, the harps, with the, the, the harmonica, uh, the gobbiam wailing again. And it, then it slips into an almost waltz time chorus, but then leaves some time for um, Morse and Airy just to really dance together in short stabs of time before they open out and give each other uh, a bit of time. One solo takes the other and they and they work through that. It's, they're clearly having a great time together and this is a fantastic baptism for Don Airy. It's a great it's a great track and they really cut loose before a very nice and gentle, um, a very nice and gentle instrumental from uh, Steve Morse, which was uh, written for um, the Challenger uh, uh, disaster at the time. Contact lost. But the track everyone's going to remember here, and this is not Gillen on his own. This is one of the first times this has happened in Deep Purple. It's haunted. It's got Beth Hart singing with him, and what a wonderful choice to make and it has that sort of wry and um, world weary chorus haunted is that what you wanted it's it's something that um, they certainly unpacked live at this time and one of the reasons why I've gone back to this album again and thought I need to talk about this is because although I enjoy it um, other people don't mention it as I said and it was mentioned on the recent a Deep Purple documentary that I reviewed. 
it's a lovely lovely song and sounds good live too it has a real as i say world weary and battered and bruised chorus it's a not exactly a ballad it's quite downbeat but it's really catchy too in spite of itself it's a a really good album this as i say nothing stands out and says that's a classic purple track but nothing has done that for some time and actually if we're really going to extend things maybe haunted could be that but you know the last few albums haven't been well look at these great big tracks here these are going to be standouts it's the quality throughout that's worked and this has a real ease to it which deep purple have it's the introduction of don airy and he really gets time to show what he can do is a playfulness to it both with airy and morse and with the and with the um the, the lyrics as well and there's a great sway and a swing to this when they're working together this is an overlooked album it's definitely a five out of five i love spending time with it and i hope you do too because yes we have bananas and it's damn tasty too ta ta Thank you.